0: this year is brought to you by eshel publications eshel publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the torah shiurim and tzfarim of rabbi aaron lapiansky for sponsorships or more information visit eshelpublications.com we're going to speak about the phenomena of polish Hasidus. polish Hasidus was a unique branch of hasidas that that rose in poland in many ways today, it's the um, most significant area of Hasidus or the people outside of the world of Hasidus. And we'll try to trace a little bit the development and the chidushim of so-called Poylesha Hasidus. The Baal had two Talmidim. Um, one of them was called the Teldis, two main Talmidim, I must say, and one of them was called the Magid. The Messu Yishe or the Robne Magid was the one Whose Talmidim is spread out to many countries and became the founders of Hasidus in different places. Um, most famous is Balatanya, who um, established Hasidus in White Russia, Lita, and Reb Melech Noam el who who went to Poland and who was active in Poland and spread Hasidus there. Now, um, the Rebbe Rebbe Melech was definitely represented classic Hasidus, um, the one who, uh, the Nehemi is quintessential classic Hasidus. The one who took over from him was the Choyzim Lublin, Rabbi Yitzhak Horowitz, and he was born in 1745 and was lived in 1815. The Choyze Molublin became probably the rooted fig in Poland and the one that is considered to be the first really established Chodzer in Poland. Choyze Mlublin was a Kaddish and he was called a Choyze because of his abilities to seem to sort of see things with Ruach HaKaddish. The story goes that he worked very hard in Schmerzenaim when he was young. And that's where was to eyes that could see beyond. That, so the Chazim Lublin established a, a court in Lublin and that became a mockum where many, many Gedele Chasidus uh, were yonic from. <coughs> um, the the Chazim Lublin was the one who really really brought out classic Chasidus. And I'll try to explain what I mean by classic Hasidus. One, um, the focus was on the Poshet on the person who hadn't been touched by the Talmud HaChachamim and so on. A simple pashet, um maybe a little bit despaired of ever becoming something. Um, that, that was the person that was the, um, the focal point. Of the Atchasis, so the Poshtiyi, the Hamoin Am, and so on. The um, biggest single aspect of his Avoid Hashem was to become Dovok and the Tzaddik. The Tzaddik is somebody who is totally immersed in avodas Hashem in the most perfect way possible, and therefore it is the by by association, the Hamoin Am. Associate with this Adam with this tzaddik. A, they learn from his meisim. He keeps them aligned. They they share the bond of kedusha with him, and um, and on a mystical way, his neshama is called his neshama is neshama is davig, and his neshama and so on. And that is what's mechaber tavim taviim So the figure of the tzaddik as being a person who is uh, much closer to Baruch, or you being mistahed is a very central part of it. The Torah that they said, A, was not a significant part of, it wasn't the outstanding part of the Avaydah. there was a lot of Chibor and Tish and Dibok and so on, but the genre of the Torah was such that there would not be any havamina that what they're saying is Pshat, it's all Teres um, Emes, and it is, we'll, we'll say that the Psukim de Darshin are Asmachtes. That's a good Hasidic word of that genre, is a word that smacks of a tremendous Emes, gives, gives us insight in some aspect of what is Hashem or a person. And the pasuk is, I guess, a hook to hang it on. No one, I don't think, has a Havamina that this is, this is an attempt at anything like Pshut it's an Asmachta. Um, rabbi wants a defense of that, that it's presumptuous to think you could understand the psukim. So this is clearly just an Asmachta, be it as it may, there was the genre of Tyra. Another thing that you find in a lot of these tairas, in classical Hasidus, <coughs> is that the, um, the Hasidus, is a, um, the, 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 it, it, a lot of the Torah focuses on the tzaddik. So you'll have, how come Moesha did this in So Sometimes the tzaddik will go out and do this and this saving save in a Shama. Sometimes the tzaddik will do this and this to lower himself down to lift up this. Sometimes the tzaddik will do this. It's almost as if there's a whole Torah tzaddikim. Um, uh, where it's, so uh, it's not uncommon. Um, we'll see it when we learn some of the pieces, where it's a whole discussion about a tzaddik, um, and a tzaddik uh, lowering himself, and a tzaddik doing certain things in order to generate something else. Those are hallmarks of that class chassidus. The chayzen everywhere was that way. The chayzen said that the ichor of the, of the Rebbe, of the tzaddik, is to be mispalal, or to ensure that the chassidim have gashmias, he's supposed to invert them, he's supposed to deal with their problems, their, their, their day-to-day um, struggles with Parnassa and, and Shidduch and, and the pirates and all that stuff and to help them with it. That was very much part of that Chassidus um, and that was the Chayzer. Chayzer was a very, very Chashv. This was it. Something happened at the Chayzer's court and there was a very, very Chashvah person. His name was Rabbi Yitzhak Yaakov Rabinowitz, same name as the chayze. Um th- He was called the Yid HaKadosh. And he was born, he, he was younger than the Choyza and died before him. He was born in 1766 and died in 1813. He was, v- he was a big Balmoychen, somebody who was very bright and intellectual and so on. And he broke away from the Choyza and made his own Hasidus in Pshischa. Um, you need to understand that in those days, and that's even today, Hasidus is a very, very malchus oriented structure. For somebody to pick himself up and make his own Rebistva, when his rebbe is living is unforgivable. It's 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 uh, at its worst, and. That's the way it was taken. It was a terrible break. Um, it was a terrible, terrible rift. And it, 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 it caused a fissure, a real fissure. Um, Chassidim say there was, uh, again, we don't know much of the details. It's all people did not speak much of Sahara, I guess. But they, they, they say that th- the reason why... He bro- broke off, and the person who set who set the choiz against him was somebody. was a big tzaddik. He was in the chotzer, and he felt that the that the uh, yira kodesh is kind of breaking away, going off the derech. Somebody somebody was some sort of catalyst, and the way the Chzidim put it was that the baldova, the sultan, guarded this person's tongue for twenty two years. He shouldn't speak any Lashon hara. So that when he would come to the Chayza, the Chayza would believe him. That's the way it's it's given over. But he created a break, and it was his Talmidim, Talmidei, Talmidim, Talmidei, 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 Talmidim, who actually brought about um, who who were the ones that developed what we call Parash Rasidus. The Chayza himself was Nifta, like we said in 1815. Was kind of a very tragic death he fell out of a window um the uh, Maskilim made up the ugly stories about it the hasidim said he was fighting with the satan about the geula and he was going to bring mashiach whatever it was he, he had an accident out the window he was sort of bedridden for for a whole bunch of months um, and f- a famous anecdote is he he said i assure you that no, has, no misnagdim will rejoice at my death and no misnagid will ever say Tachnun on my yard site um, it came true because he was nift on so nobody could rejoice and for eternity um, no one's saying any Tachnun on Tisha B'av. be it as it may, uh, the Velt the also says that the same thing was true about the Goyen the Goyan's yard site is in Chalmoy uh, uh and no one else says Tachnan's yard site. Akaponim um, that drew to an end. So the Rabunim the, um, the, the Kaddish broke away. He he was not, like we said before, he he didn't live long. And a Talmud of his Rabunim Mipshizcha, Rabunim Bonhard, from Pshischa took over. Rabbonim was born Kimatis was born a year earlier, 1865. He lived longer than the um, than the Kaddish. He was in 1827. Rabbonim was an incredible person, and he's the one that we have his a lot about him and his Torah, and 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 Pshischa. He himself was a very interesting person. He was he had he had studied languages. He um, he had uh, studied um, pharmacy, in, which in those days was a big thing, and um, he was a very interesting person. He was a talmud chayz also, and when the Yida kaddish broke off, he went with him. Rebunim Pshischa is Pshischa was what that Derek was known for, and Pshischa made a radical radical change. In almost everything, I would say almost a 180 degree turn. First of all, instead of being focused on the Hamonam and Pshutayam, it was focused on the elite. Whether they said it or not, it was very elite. Two, um, it demanded that a person be a Talmud Chachem, a person who was not a Talmud Chachem. The Chassidus wasn't geared for that. Three, the Hasidus was there to understand yourself so that you can critique yourself. Um, there, it was something which, um, it, the, the purpose of Hasidus was to strip away layers of nonsense of yourself and get to the Emes. It was both the genre of the Torah. The Torah was uniquely insightful of human nature um, with all its warts and all its flaws, and it was something that was extremely sharp. Uh, the, the pshischa's short, succinct, sharp, and you really felt it's like it's 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 like a needle going in. That was pshischa. Pshischa um, Hasidus worked at knocking nonsense out of yourself pretentiousness, um, and so on. He um, and and uh, it it generated a whole new approach, which really became the forerunner of what we call pylech Um The pshischa base medrash had many After the pshischa was nifta, um, the some the the ones who the one who took over was the katzka. The Kotzker was born in 1787 and was nift in 1859. The Kotzker was an incredible um, personality. He brought this um, Hasidus to its sharpest point ever. The Kotzker was brilliant beyond words. He was a massive Tamad Chachem. the, 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 we know this from two of his talmidim his two talmidim the chadusha arim and the avonazer was son-in-law spoke of his being a talmud chochum and a Lamdin in terms beyond these were these were two giants um, in in Europe uh, you know, and, uh, and therefore we, we, you know, even though the Katsun himself was a hidden person no one, no one else no one, no one directly had that knowledge of him as Tam Krochem, but you had these two huge Shavokhams speaking about his being Tam Krochem and nikla So Nikotska had a base Medrash. The base Medrish wasn't the way we would picture Yeshiva, younger light would come, they would sit there and they would try to get from him what he had to offer. What he had to offer usually? Was very sharp, biting, caustic remarks, knocking people, sort of ripping into them, and so on. The Verte that he says we have, I think the biggest collection might be MS Vamuna. Every so often someone makes another collection of Verta. We, he obviously didn't write much; or he didn't write anything. But I mean, he wrote, but it was all well, he burnt. But Al Capone, we don't have anything directly. But everything we have is collections. The verter are extremely sharp extremely biting extremely memorable um, and they they all deal with a, a sort of you it has an economy of an MS and every and every one of them at least as far as um, understanding human human being human nature and 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 sort of the nonsense that we tend to um, brush ourselves up with um, famous vart like to someone else what did you learn in Kotsk he said, so he says, how do you touch a six? He says, you're not allowed to fool other people. He said, and in Kotsk we said, you're not allowed to fool yourself either. Um, there was one word that sort of typifies it. Um, mm-hmm. but there's another word, a, a Kotsk. uh, somebody went off the to learn. He came back and he asked his, a friend, you know, his friend asked him, what did you learn in Kotsk?' So he said, well, um, let me ask you a question where is Akash Baruch to be found I said what do you mean Akash Baruch is everywhere that in Kotz they taught us he's only, he's only there when you open up a door for him in other words you know, don't think about Godless Abayri think about are you blocking out Akash Baruch or not and so on this was Kotsk. Kotsk brought this Torah this, um, this, terah, this is genre of avodas Hashem and Torah to a head the Kutsk himself always expressed dissatisfaction that became so popular. He said I you know, he, he'd always for a few for for a few for a handfuls, a few handful of Hasidim who who would live with Enoid Molvadoy, and he didn't want he had become some sort of attraction. People felt it was very good on the resume to write that they've been in Kutsk for a while. And um, and he pushed back a lot. The um, the last 20 years of his life, he basically closes himself off, except for the very close of Talmudim. He wanted nothing to do with everybody else. We'll speak about it later when we speak about the split off from Kotsk. But at any rate, um, the the Kotzker was somebody who really, in many ways, in terms of the avodas Hashem of, of, of Pshischa, in terms of the, of, of the ripping of human nature um, the, and demands on yourself was the sharpest version of Pshischa. And that aspect of Pshischa, he was the strongest, the sharpest and so on. It was not a mahalach that could last, um, obviously. It, it sort of was like a, 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 a fire that consumed itself. We'll speak later when we speak about the break-off with ishbits. And uh, and Lublin and so on. We'll talk about that, but uh, but when he was Nifta, a, a, a little bit, of, a few of the Hasidim went to the um, to his son, to Terab David, and the majority of Hasidim went to Chedusherim. Chedusherim was his Talmud Muvak. Hedush was born in 1799 and was lived in 1866. Hedush Rim was the one who transformed the Nekuda of Pshischa and Kotsk into a viable Mahalach and Dereh for Hasidus in many ways possible. Hedush Rim, first of all, was a much milder version in terms, there was a lot of demand, in other words, there was a focus on demanding of yourself, but at, it, it, none of the sharp, sharp, sharp edge of the Kotzkeh is not there. He was a recognized guy in learning. He was respected by everybody. Um Aaron grandson told me that when his grandfather said Chidu Rim, when Rebbe Kotl said Chidu Rim, he was in awe of the Chidu rim. rim. was a Ilam. Um, No two ways about it. He was an extraordinarily, he was an ascetic over Hashem. And it was something that was a, um, it, 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 it was somebody that you could build a Hasidus around, very, very, you know, it, it was a, a derech that could, could last for people. His Torah retained the sense of understanding itself, but there was a lot more pshat a, 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 a lot of what we have is brought down in other places, elaborated, There's still short and succinct verta. But they also have a, f- a, f- a sense of going to the depth of the pusik. You don't have that sense where the person is saying, a dovem is the pusik is just kind of a smachta You have a sense in the word that he has that they're sharp, they're succinct, but you have a feeling that it's, it's getting into the heart of a Pasek. Um Then he established Chesidus ger. Um, which today is probably the biggest uh, in many ways. Uh, it's certainly, um, a, a, a certainly a very, very strongly controlled group of Chassidim. And he was the founder of it, and Betzim took a derech that was meant for Yechidim and gave it the tsura that could go for many other people. Chedushar himself was an example of... Um, of uh, someone who had made the switch to Pshischa. He had been a, a um, Talmud of the Kajnitzah Maggit, It was a Talmud of the Cholzer. The um, Kajnitzah Maggit, again, was more classical, was classical Siddhas. After the Kajnitzah passed away, the Kajnitzah's son took over, Chedushim continued a little bit by him, wasn't happy with what he was getting, and made the switch to Pshischa. Um, the, uh, it, it's hard to know, in, you know, the, what exactly Nakuda, this famous story is that the Cousins' son complimented him once and the, um, and he was very, very annoyed by it and he said, you know, I have a Rebbe, I, I, what I want in a Rebbe is somebody to, you know, to knock me out, to, to, pat me on my back, I don't need a Rebbe, and he left. But whatever it is. Pshischa had been trying for a long time to get to him. Uh, he was, Chushan was the crown jewel. Everyone knew that where he would be, there would we become the Derech. Pshischa tried very hard, and uh, and finally, after he became disenchanted with the Kajza, he went to the Pshischa and became a dedicated uh, Pshischa Talmud, and then the Katzka Talmud. Just to give you a sense, of the sharpness of Shisra and how they were provocative, and provocative in a way that got them into trouble. Most normal people thought that they were crazies. Um, there was a famous wedding in Ostilla where they tried to get them excommunicated. Um, they they uh, had a, uh, a big meeting, it was a huge wedding, 200 Rebbes were there, no, 200 People wearing white sacks were there, and the abter was the Yosef Roish, uh, and it was because the Chidusha rim stood up for his Rebbe that um, that they gave him his uh, that they uh, you know that that they backed off. But Pshitzko is very provocative. If you want to take a, a look at you know how sometimes hindsight is much much better than foresight. There's a sefer called Sefer Chassidus by Aaron Marcus. Aaron Marcus was a German Jew who became a chassid. And he writes about his experiences. Um, and it's fascinating. First of all, it was put out in a few editions. If you go to the you know, library in Hebrew University, you'll note that in each progressive edition, more and more is whited out. Um, the geras of them kept taking out things that were derogatory to the geras, to, to the Pshischa. I think it's absolutely crazy, but that's what they did. Um, Basically, his point was the Pshischa people were irresponsible, provocative, and so on. Um, A type of thing that the Pshischa would do is, um, the one Rosh Hashanah morning, they'd like for seeking, quickly, and then by the time people in town came to daven, they were sitting back and learning. And um, so, you know, it got late, and one of our button goes to them in the back room and says, you know, you've got a and they say, what kind of davening, learning is a lot more important. You know, davening is full of it. The kids, are, they, they, it started a huge, a whopping fight. And um, deliberately, there, there, was a, there was a sharpness to it, and a provocativeness. And Iron Marcus writes that it's clear that Pshizche is just kind of a temporary aberration, but Hasidus will go back to being what the Baal Shem intended it to be. Vehulav, vehulav, vehulav. That's a very interesting observation because in hindsight, I mean, in, in, in now in hindsight, we know that this became the most dynamic part of Hasidus, and the other Hasidus settled into just kind of you know being very nice and wonderful and good and fine. But be it as it may, that was pshischa, and that's why the Chabad rim was the one who gave it a, a necessary level of. Um, mainstream, um, balanced, etc. Um, the Cheduschia Rim lost. He had, I believe, it was thirteen children's lifetime. It came out, I think all of his sons died. Bechayev. Um he felt it was a kapeda of the Koshnitzer Rebbe, um, because the Koshnitzer Rebbe had been very upset that he left Koshnitz and went to Pshischa. Um, Again, the way the story goes is, he, he said, um, he, is, he, he cried, and he said, the first time he noticed Hedushim not there, he realized he had left. He was very, very upset. He cried, and he said, he's destroyed my Shabbos. His Shabbos will be destroyed. And uh, every child of his, I think, was Niftan Shabbos. That's where the story goes. But certainly, he felt it was like a kpeder, and Hedushim said it was difficult but he did the right thing, and Emes is Emes no matter what the price is. There's one other story about this Chedush losing his children, and, uh, and that is that the, um, when his last, when his oldest son, who was the last one to be Nifta, it's his father, as he was dying or very sick, the Chedush wife came, always mentioned to him, he should be miswashed do something to save him, or inconsolable, and the Kedusharim told her, every time a Yid will have a tsara, they're going to say, you know, it's difficult, but not as difficult as Maya's tsaras, And it will be Menachem many Jews. That was uh, a very different type of, uh, that's a darga that, you know, we can't even think about. That was the that was Rim. At any rate, Shulchan died Bechayev. And the Sfasemis was a grandson. Sfasemis was born in 1847 and was Nifta in 1905. Sfasemis was um, someone who um, didn't have a mother from age two, father from age six, Kedushrim raised him as a son. Sfasemis was the one who gave Ger and, uh, and and many people, a sort of tyros of chassidus that is quintessential of that mahalach. So Asimus was a kaddish retired, incredible talmud chacham. He wrote svarim on mayer and kachim that are equal, that are compatible much with the lamdusha derech much more than pulpo derech. Uh, Litvish people. Uh, YeshivatLite have, uh, you know, have, have full Tainogel learning's learning on the on, on these zinyanim. There's the 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 that's the point very much. The, it has the, it has a lot of the hallmarks of the Derech Alimud that we used to, as opposed to the to the more purple the style that they were used to. His safer on his his on Chomish is a collection of Torah that he said at his Titian. They are, in many ways, the, 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 the uh, I don't know what to call it, the Bible, or, the t- or they are the bedrock of that genre of Torah. His um, Torah is, they, 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 they hit home at the heart of the Pasek. They use, um, the, there's a, you know, there's a s- certain element of, of, I guess, things that were it from Kabbalah, like all Hasidus, Misadin, Misachesed, and so on and so forth. But but by and large, it, it, it's, it's, it's something that you feel is going, at a, with a certain vocabulary, going to the heart of a Pusik. His points are sharp and succinct. It's like each sentence, he doesn't, it's, each sentence is, is a few words, just the point that needs to be made. And you need to use your head to understand it. But when you finish it, you feel that he has grappled with the heart of an Indian. Um, uh, Shapiro told somebody once. He asked uh, somebody said, "Is that husband or Rami Shapiro?" Um, what is it that, um, you know, he Shapiro asked him, "What's what farm you used to prepare?" When you speak, and this person says, I is an other safer Ramon said, "What's the tushtel?" So the person said, "What do you mean?" I mean, they're both big farm. He said the Emes, every word of it is mukrach. In other words, it's like when a person sees a Lambda Shtegel from a Bhaim or a Rav, you say to yourself, Yeah, this this has to be this is this is it's not a possibility. It seems to be the heart of it. And um, same thing with Emes. When you learn a stigma Emes and you know you understand it minimally, the sense is, wow, this is the heart of what it means and and you know this is this is it. The, um, <coughs> th- 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 so the Svarsames' Torah became really the bedrock of it and for any person on the outside who's unique from these Inyanim, the inika uh, of the, of the Svarsames' Torah is, uh, in, it, that's really where it comes from. Uh, similar to it, but not the same way, it would be like the Shemish Yishmuel, it would be the different, uh, the Sochatshava, they all came from the same cheder, where there was a need to stick to the point, a need to, not not to use the Pusik as just kind of an excuse, um, not to go into fancy Gematrius and trush and all sorts, but rather to try to understand the inner meaning of the pasuk, the way London would try to understand the inner meaning of a Gemara, a Rambam and so on. That's what it's like. Um, the the and so Sfasemis was the one who gave it its who gave Garrett's surah um, he lived a short life, and his son was mastered him, and he said, Arichos Yomim. And someone asked him, what do you mean And he said, I didn't say Arichos He had Arichos Yomim. Every day of his was long, was counted, and so on. He, the this Fasemus himself seemed to have died of heartbreak. He was nifted in 1905. This was the time when there was the Russo-Japanese War. A lot of his chasidim were being drafted, horrendous conditions, and he, he didn't know Menuchah, he had no Menuchah's from it, and he it, uh, it, it destroyed him. Um, but he established the, the mainstream Polish Hasidus, which is Ger. It's taken on different forms and so on. Sfasemis is still the Sefer that everybody learns in Ger, that's the, the Sefer. Um, and the Hanhages that I guess come from and so on, are a certain brusque um, matter-of-factness. Uh, anything that's kind of a, um, a, you know, uh, built up and uh, a lot of, lot of uh, flowery uh, stuff doesn't go there. Um, you know, some people see it as being too brusque, and we'll speak about that also. But Al it's it's sort of a sense of emiss. You know, one of the reasons why um, today's gear, I don't know, you know which school for the basis role well, certainly want to start it, tremendous emphasis on Kedusha. Um, part of their rationale for that is that everything else you can tray a cup with. In other words, um, you know, kosher food and mahadran you can today get, get chazer, chazerai with all the mahadron you want. It's not, it's, it's easy to prove that. Kedusha is something that really, really, you know, you have to work on. It's something that you can't prove and make believe. You know, that's the type of attitude about it. So, Pahayl HaShaykh moved. Did, did a few things. First of all, it moved away from it being the Pashta feel good, the it, it feel good Torah for the Pashta Yid. It, um, it, was, it started as an elite movement, today it encompasses, meant to encompass a, a, a big movement, a whole Hasidus of the size of, of Ger plus. But still, um, the, the, um, the, the sense is demanding of people, putting an emphasis on Talmud Torah, because in the Shisho mindset, it's the only thing that's real. You can prava davening, you can prava this, you can prava that. Very hard to prava learning. Learning demands real effort, real concentration, and so on. It 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 went from taking psukim and darshning them in a way that is a smach de balmo, with gematrias and fancy stuff and sort of this and that, to something which tries to get to the heart of the pasik to the pshat of the Pasik. Um, away from Torah that a lot of times tries to explain what the tzaddik is doing and this and that, to demands on real honesty and confronting yourself. The emphasis of the, instead of the tzaddik being a person you davik to, and uh, you kind of through being davik to him, this is where you get your ruchnias. It's rather that the tzaddik is is a rebbe who who um, holds you accountable. Uh, understands your flaws and demand and correction. That was the turn of Podesh Hasidus. So, Hasidus in Poland was established by Nehemiah Melach, the Chayza, and the Koznitzer, who were all part of the classic Hasidus. The Yidah Kaddish made the break. The Pshischa was the one who laid the groundwork. The Kotzka brought out some of its elements to its sharpest point, to a point where it could not become a mass movement. Khadusharim established a movement. Swasemis was the one who gave it probably its its um, uh, that 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 became its 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 for for Deiris. Okay, called.